Welcome to the Southside Trap Podcast. I'm your host, Sandra, and I'm bringing you a Chicago-centric soccer podcast focused on the Chicago Red Stars and the NWSL. Let's do this. It's just going to be me dropping bars this episode. JK, hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the Southside Trap podcast. It's so good to be back with everybody again to recap Chicago versus Washington Spirit. I'm back in the studio with my boy Jose. What up, Jose? How you guys doing tonight? Music with Jose. Go follow him on Instagram, y'all. He doesn't mess with Twitter. And I got my uh, my hype woman, Steph. Demi. Yeah, that's you, girl. Demi. <laughs> <laughs> That's my fam right here, y'all. Um, so they're here supporting me and the Chicago Red Stars and the Southside Trap Podcast up in here tonight. Don't forget about the new couch. Man, the studio looks nice, dude. You got you got a new TV. How big is that TV right there? 55 inch. Dang, a 55 inch TV. That's curved <laughs> and everything, man. You got a nice little couch up in here, and we got some snacks going on, and we got a couple bebidas, a couple drinks here. What you drinking? Some Malibu? Some Malibu with Sprite. You know we're all, I think that's what we're all sipping on right now. But back to what matters. Soccer, right? Yep. Soccer, y'all. So we have a draw to recap. Chicago went on the road and visited the Washington Spirit. And uh, if you listened to last week's episode with me and my colleague, Claire Watkins, a.k.a. the Scammer Originator, uh, we basically predicted that this game was going to end in a draw. Um, Claire made the very good point that the Washington spirit always come through and, and play Chicago hard, and uh, I just kind of had this feeling it was going to just feel very draw <laughs> just because of the two teams and the roster and the personnel and uh, with the Red Stars sort of getting back some of the pieces that they uh, are getting back. Sam Kerr is back with the team. Uh, Julie Roster is now, or Julie Ertz is now on the active roster, um, sort of working her way back in, kind of like on a minutes restriction. We only saw her for 15 minutes in this game. Um, so I kind of got the feeling, I went with a draw because I kind of got the feeling like we're about to enter into the Chicago Red Stars preseason 3.0 like they had their actual preseason and then they had these last five weeks which almost felt kind of preseason because they had so many uh starters and and people on the roster out and now you're starting to get some of those pieces back and it kind of feels like this is going to be like a little bit of a preseason 3.0 vibe still like going on so four minutes into this game yeah the washington spirit uh, just remind the Red Stars just how just how annoying they can be, man. Like four minutes into this game, you had the starting you had the, let's go to the starting line. You had the starting line to be Alyssa Nair in that. You had Taylor Camo, Katie Naughton, Sam Johnson, who got the start, which is awesome because she went out uh she was a late game scratch last week against Sky Blue. So it was good to see that she was able to go and get the start. Might have just been one of those too many games in a short span of time thing. But she got the start at center back with Naughton. Gilliland was out there completing the back line. Midfield consisted of Yuki Nagasato, Nikki Stanton, Danny Colaprico. And then for the forwards, you had Sofia Huerta, Sam Kerr, and Alyssa Mott. So four minutes into this game, you have the magnificent Money Mal Pugh. Just, man, she basically takes Erin Gilliland and just takes her for a ride 
all the way to the end line. And they hang out all the way down the end line. And Malpew go ahead and she just like serves this ball into the box. And who's on the end of it? But Franny Ordega, dude, like she has these kind of games against the Red Stars, man. Like she scores against the Chicago Red Stars. She's had a pretty impactful goal. I believe it was in the semifinal. And then last year she had the goal against Chicago that also had, the, I think, the, the first draw of 2017 between them. So it was not surprising at all if you follow some of our content over at Hot Time in Old Town uh, for our game preview. I literally had <laughs> Mallory Pugh and uh, Franny Ortega as these players to sort of watch um, in this game. So I was 0% shocked when Franny Ortega went ahead and, and got that opening goal. So the best part about this game for me was to sort of see Chicago uh, play from behind that early because you had a, a bit of back and forth. You saw Chicago try to settle in a bit more, even though at times I kind of felt like they were kind of getting outworked in the mid there at a couple points. Um, but you got the 20th minute here. You see Sam Kerr doing Sam Kerr things, and you immediately sort of see the impact that she could potentially have on the pitch. Uh, I believe Rory Dames postgame said that you saw flashes of who Sam Kerr could be on the Red Stars, um, not really seeing it. You know, we haven't seen it come to fruition yet, but you just see these little these little things. And, and, and literally, I think that first goal was that Sam Kerr impact. I mean, this this first goal from Alyssa Motts, I mean, it literally it looked like the type of goal that just it, it came after everyone basically freaked out that Sam Kerr was in the box, like near the net with the ball. And everybody was like, oh, my God, like, that's just like huddle on Sam Kerr. And then this ball found its way to, to Alyssa Mata and her feet, and she was able to just uh, knock that in. So it ended up being a pretty quick equalizer. And that was all she wrote in terms of the actual goals. We saw a lot of back and forth. We saw Chicago pressing for, you know, the lead at some time. And then you had Audrey Bledsoe with an amazing save. I mean, a bloody save. It was literally a bloody save. She came up bleeding. Um, so it was hard to believe uh, going into the second half, my second half thoughts, I was like, oh man, I'm so here for like this first, like high scoring draw of the season. Like I was like, come on three, three, but it ended up just being like a one, one draw. So I think that's a credit to sort of the rest are still gelling as far as having a player like Sam Kerr on the pitch, adjusting to somebody like Julie Ertz, who's working her way back from injury and on a minute restriction. And honestly, Got to give credit where credit's due. I think that's a testament to the spirit and sort of how they're playing right now. They're they're not going away. They're going to they're going to go ahead and play tough and and play strong in this season. Um, so I'm actually really looking forward to the next time Chicago and Washington go ahead and play each other again because I feel like um, Chicago's gonna have some hopefully have some more players back. Maybe Julia to get her. Her legs underneath her and, and Sam Kerr will feel fully integrated into the team and you're going to have the spirit who have even more games under the belt. They're a young team, but I think the more they play together and get more cohesive and who knows whenever they get um, Roosevelt back, the type of team they could be. So I think the next Red Stars match is, is going to be a good one against the, against the spirit. So if you're looking for something to do, the Red Stars have another quick turnaround. They just came off of... Um, they just came off an eight-day week, sort of, with three matches. And they're having another one of those. So they had this draw against the Spirit. And coming up on Wednesday, they're back at Toyota Park. And they're facing the Orlando Pride. 
So you're going to get to potentially see players like Alex Morgan and Marta and some other internationals like Alana Kennedy. So it should be a really good match. It is a midweek match. It is on Wednesday. Um, I believe kickoff is at 630. So if you haven't got your tickets, you should definitely go get your tickets. Should be a good show. Uh, Alex Morgan tends to bring in a crowd. So we'll see. We'll see how that looks on a Wednesday night game uh, in Bridgeview. But I hate to be this way, but I feel like this is another game that might have potential to be a draw. I don't want it to be. I would love a Chicago Red Stars win. Um, but Orlando is searching for some points so that they can start stacking those points in the standings. And they're also looking for their win against the Red Stars. They haven't had a win against the Red Stars since uh, they entered the league. So uh, have got a couple. I think they got a draw last year, but it's uh, Chicago's had the better of them. And their matchups, uh, particularly in uh, in Toyota Park, I've noticed. So it should be a fun matchup. And hopefully you all can uh, get out there. It's finally nice in Chicago, y'all. Like, the weather's, like, starting to, like, steady, stay, like, consistently nice. Which we're hitting those, like, nice actual spring temps and people are enjoying themselves. So hopefully this is another nice night. No more frigid snow games. Hopefully we put those in the past. But... We're going to wrap up this game right now, and I'm actually going to um, lead you guys into the fun portion of this episode. This is a, a special episode because it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a little longer. I'm going to break my rule. Uh, I know you guys know that I tend to keep these short so that, you know, you don't have to go ahead and uh, hear me talk for two hours. Um, but I have a special treat because uh, the other day I was able to hang out with uh, Katie Naughton and Sarah Gordon, and we talked about Chicago things and Chicago Red Star things and NWSL things and uh, it was it was pretty cool. We had a lot of fun. I'm gonna give a a brief like warning. This was recorded outside of Toyota Park, uh, so there's some fun sounds happening in the background. At one point, you hear like a plane. I'm pretty sure it was like Southwest or Delta or something go overhead, and uh, you had. It was right after training, so you had a couple players, like, saying goodbye or saying hi and goodbye. So that was kind of fun, too. So it's definitely, like, raw and unfiltered. Um, but we had a good time. We had a lot of laughs. And uh, who doesn't love talking about uh, Chicago things when you rep Chicago things? So uh, I'm going to let you guys go ahead and listen to this. Uh, another quick disclaimer, this is going to be the explicit version. Um, I let it a grown-up word split, and Katie Naughton, who's also a grown-up, that's a grown-up word split, and, uh, you know, we're all adults here, and this is, uh, I like to think of this show as an adult show, because we're talking about sports, y'all, so please enjoy, Uh, these girls are awesome athletes, and they have great personalities, and they're phenomenal women, and they're funny, and they're extremely proud to be Red Stars, and I'm glad that they took the time to talk to me on the Southside Chat Podcast, so y'all can enjoy. Hi, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Southside Chat. I'm here with some special guests today, Katie Nod and Sarah Gordon. How you doing, ladies? Hi, good. Hello, good. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing great. Uh, we're actually hanging out outside of Toyota Park, so forgive us for like any outside noise that's happening right now. It's just yeah. the assistant coaches, okay, Craig and Gary. <laughs> so many fans at our practices. Paparazzi, always following. <laughs> I want to talk to you guys a little bit about how the season's been going so far, and then I want to talk about some real Chicago shit, if you guys are down with that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, for starters, you guys are currently sitting in second place in the WSL standings. Are we? I don't know if you knew that yeah, or not. Yeah, we are. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't pay attention to that kind of stuff? Not yet. 
Yeah, it's, too it's early. like really early still in the season. This league just, you know, fluctuates so much throughout. So, yeah. I mean, obviously we want to be doing well, but. Right. Um, we do a lot of coverage of you guys over at Hot Time in Old Town, which is the SB Nation Chicago soccer blog. Um, and what started as sort of an inside joke, like we was like in our work chat, it kind of, we started dropping it like on our social media channels. And then uh, the supporters group, Local 134, ended up catching on to it. It's something called Scam Gang. So Scam Gang uh, was birthed probably after that week one win, or well, draw against uh-huh. Houston. Uh-huh. Kamal had that set-piece equalizer. Yeah. And coming into this season, um, you guys kind of like, the team was sort of facing some adversity like right off the bat. Like, Sam Kerr was going to be away on uh, work with qualifiers. Uh, you had all these injuries taking place, like whether it was Casey Short or Julie Ertz or Bernardo and more, right? <laughs> so there was a, a bit of naysayers out there. I don't know how much stuff you guys pay attention to on on social media and stuff like that as far as the coverage but there was sort of this like uh, aura of like well who are the Red Stars going to be for like this first part of the season and what are they going to look like once they get their starters back mm-hmm. and then you guys went into Houston and uh, maybe it wasn't the best first game mm-hmm. you guys were yeah, utilize- nice <laughs> utilizing <laughs> utilizing like this new new style of play and sort of getting adjusted to it and then basically coming over with that stoppage time goal and then coming here and having the the season op- the home season opener against Portland. And then having a pretty solid game, but unfortunately not coming away with the points. And then kind of going on a small win streak. Yeah. And just doing it sort of with all, without these other big names, like your typical starters. What do you think that says about your team right now and where you're at in the season? I mean, I think it says a lot about our team and our character and how much depth we have with the players obviously we have big names and it's unfortunate that they're injured but at the same time it gives other players a chance to kind of shine and show what they're made of and how they can impact this program and this organization in such a positive way in such a short amount of time what do you think sir um yeah i mean i completely agree i feel like (laughs) rory's kind of instilled like that i said this other week like that hard-working like blue-collar like people he brings to the team a lot of us are like that like even our best players are like that like Julius and Sam Kerr so um you know uh obviously a lot of us that are playing right now haven't always gotten a lot of playing time but that's instilled in us so we just go out and do it something that happened in the the off season um FC Kansas City got relocated and they ended up going to Utah and other the Utah Royals and then unfortunately you had a team like the Boston Breakers, they had a cease operations and they and they folded so on as a, a nine a nine team uh, team in the NWSL for its sixth season. So I think that shouldn't be lost on a lot of people who maybe are trying to get into the NWSL. Mm-hmm. I mean it's even though it's some teams have shifted around, one is folded, there's still I think a lot of excitement in going into a sixth season. What do you say to maybe people out there who are looking for a new team to support? Why should they support the Chicago Red Stars? <laughs> yeah, go Sarah. Yeah, Sarah's getting shy. This is a hard question. That is a hard question. But I would say uh, that they should support the Chicago Red Stars because we're one of the longest standing teams that have gone through so many different renditions of a National Women's Soccer League, and we're still going strong. So obviously, it's not always going to be um, the best when a 
team folds and, you know, other teams have to relocate and stuff. But I think for Chicago, it's really great because we've been here for so long. We kind of have a foundation and a fan group and, um, you know, the support systems of family and friends because a lot of us are kind of from the area. So I think that really helps. You both are from Elk Grove. Yeah. Right? So have you guys been playing soccer a long time together, like outside of Chicago Red Stars? No, actually, we never no. did until yeah. Chicago until Red Stars. Yeah. <laughs> so you all got drafted together and now you're just Red Stars. Yeah. What's your favorite thing about being a Chicago Red Star? Um, repping Chicago for sure, because I feel like we have such a rich sports culture here and history of sports. I mean, like Michael Jordan and the Bulls and uh, just being able to rep like our hometown. You know, we grew up with everyone from Chicago, so you know we know what they stand for and we know what the city's about. If you had a team that's not the Chicago Red Sox, what's your favorite Chicago team? The Blackhawks. You like hockey? Mm-hmm. I like ice hockey. Well, I'm assuming, you mentioned Jordan and the Bulls, so I'm assuming. Yeah, I, I, the Bulls, I mean, you know. I mean, it's not, they didn't do so hot. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel it's, it's tough right now to be a Bulls fan, but there's a strong history there with Jordan Absolutely, and everything. Yeah. It's funny that you bring up Jordan, so I know this year, Jordan Sandals. <laughs> but at, you should see your closet. <laughs> <laughs> you should see your closet. At, at the end of at the end of last season, during the off season, we did our uh, we did our own version of awards for you guys in 2017. Oh, I saw it. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. so along with like all the stereotypical stuff, like best goal, like MVP, like we wanted to have like some fun ones. So, Katie, we had you like the Chicago AF like award, and we gave Sarah. <laughs> We gave Sarah the style icon of 2017. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, style I think icon. so too. So, I'm gonna flip flip the question real quick. Bye. 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 That, Sophia's saying bye, guys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we're. Vanessa Bernardo wants to get on this too. All right, cool. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna flip the script on those on those two awards real quick. What is it, Katie, about Sarah's style that makes it so iconic? Oh wow. She takes she takes risks. <laughs> she takes risks. <laughs> yeah, she does. But usually it works. Yeah. Yeah. If there if there was like a a part of Sarah's style that you could like kind of cop or like steal from her, like what, what would it be? Her shoes. Her shoe game. Her shoe game strong. Would you agree yeah. with that, sir? Is yeah, your shoe game actually strong. My shoe game is extremely <laughs> extremely uh, strong, but I would not want anyone to take it away. Yeah, I don't think I can pull it off either, to be honest. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta <laughs> ask. I gotta ask. Do you have a favorite sneaker? Well, so yeah. What's what's the one sneaker you can't live without? <laughs> the Jordan Retro One. Um, I have like sixteen of them, different colorways. What's your favorite colorway? Don't do that. Okay, I like the Royals and I like the Laleys, and those are my two favorite. And I can't narrow it down from there. <laughs> Katie, what's the one shoe you can't live without? <laughs> soccer, soccer, soccer cleats. Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, these sandals. I'm kidding. Um, honestly, this is gonna sound so basic. Oh my god. Just do it. My white Converse. <laughs> my white, white Converse. You heard it here first. White Converse. Katie Nunn cannot live without her white Converse. I said it sounds basic. <laughs> they look good on you though. Uh, you do. Thanks, girl. You're welcome. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta ask. Uh, as far as like favorite Chicago spots, do you guys have a favorite Chicago spot that you like to eat at, get coffee at? Oh. Man, there's so many. First uh, one off the top of your head. My favorite barbecue spot is called Smoke You, or Smoke, however you pronounce it. Yeah, I think it's on Irving Park in Pulaski. Good spot. Yeah. My favorite burger is Ocheval. 
You knew right away. Like, Katie, Katie had to think for like a second. I'm fat. I love burgers and fries. <laughs> She's fat. And it's desserts. Good I mean, it's all good stuff. <laughs> oh, man. Who's your uh, favorite Chicago artist right now? If it's like music or just art or photography or whatever. From Chicago? Yeah. Why are you laughing? I'm definitely not going to say Kanye. No. <laughs> Ah, oh, that's what you were thinking. <laughs> um, I like Common right now because what he's doing with the Shy, that new TV series, I think it's unreal and it's realistic and it's beautiful. Did you want to say Kanye? <laughs> Me? No, no, I wasn't. I actually, yeah, I was thinking something else. Oh, I, can't, yeah. I can't say it. It's inappropriate. Very inappropriate. Yeah. Uh, this is the Southside Chat. There's nothing inappropriate for the Southside Chat. No, no this is going to start some <laughs> shit on our team. No, you're not going to do that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to do it. Okay. All right, let's not do uh, it. She's going to say Kanye. Kanye, Kanye West. What do you guys, I mean, okay, so, so social media, right? Yesterday was a day. Yesterday was like a super day for, for super Kanye. Day. It was a super day for social media and Kanye West. Uh, he kind of threw out like some, kind of like, I don't know, some really like weird tweets, man. I was kind of feeling some type of way about it myself. I was like, what are you doing, man? What do you think? Is, did you see some of his tweets? What do you think? Um, the tweet that stuck out to me the most is how he called out Obama. Are we allowed to talk about this? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let me ask the PR first that how we called out Obama and said that in eight years nothing in Chicago would change. And it's so ironic because every, you know, you think about Chance, someone who's given so much back to Chicago, and Common, someone who's making a whole, you know, everything he's doing right now for Chicago. Kanye's the one artist who's never done anything to give back to Chicago. He doesn't hold any events here. He doesn't, you know, he just kind of got big and left. So I'm like, but where are you? Like, why? That's just one of many tweets. That just really got on your skin. Yeah, I'm pissed still. Katie pissed used to still. like his music though. Yeah, it's okay. actually it's okay. She I actually sing. should say Chance the Rapper. Yeah. yeah, for my favorite artist. You got a favorite song from Chance? Oh man. Yeah, oh yeah, All Night's a great track. That's a good one. I mean, I like I like All Night because it's like it totally reminds me of like uh, just you know it taps into like Chicago house and it's got like deep house roots stuff like that. Yeah. Pulls from everything. Are you guys trying to go to any concerts or anything this summer? I would if you have love time. to go to Lollapalooza, but right. I don't know if that's going to be a... Oh, it might be a possibility. We can never do anything. Look really. at that. Wow. And whenever we make plans, they end up getting... Yeah, they're getting canceled. Because <laughs> it's soccer. What else? Uh, big... Con like, I've never been to Country Thunder. I heard that's kind of cool. Yeah, I know. I'm white, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. Everybody, you heard it here first. Breaking news. Katie is white. is white. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, okay. I saw that. It wasn't that on it the was Insta. It was one country song, everyone. It was on Insta. Are you like a new country? Are you a country fan now? Old Dominion Absolutely. break up with him. Absolutely not a country fan. It was one good song. And it's a little bit of rap in the beginning, too. Hey, girl. What's, what's up? up? <laughs> hey girl. Is that what has to sell you on country? That has to be like a little bit of rap in it? No, I will never be sold on country, no. <laughs> Just that Just one, one For one song. day. <laughs> yeah, she cracked under pressure. <laughs> oh, my. Yikes. Other... Who do you think has got the most swag on your team right now? Like playing? Who's swag got the most or? sauce? Oh, playing swag. Yeah. So, oh yeah, yeah. Soap's on fire right now in the field. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, she's had the couple assists. I think she leads the league in assists right now. And goals. Couple goals. Yeah. And just the way she's been moving with the ball, just so confident. Yeah. She, I mean, she won Player of the Week. I mean, she's all right. Okay. She's, <laughs> she's decent, I guess. <laughs> so you want to you want to praise, but not be too. Too nice. <laughs> We're kidding. We love you so. Yeah. <laughs> what do you What do you guys have uh, as far as personal goals for for this season? Hmm. 
I mean, as many clean sheets as possible would be awesome because we're both defenders. So I think yeah. that's, you know, one of our main goals for every game. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, group answer. <laughs> group, group answer. <laughs> Do you, are you guys of the belief that uh, defense wins championships? Well, I think we're biased in that, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know um, I know. last year didn't end the way that you guys wanted it, like having a semifinal loss against North Carolina stuff and then having to sort of sit with that kind of stuff in the offseason until like the season finally gets kicked off. How's the mentality as far as, I know it's early, but how's the mentality for the team right now as far as having that common goal? I think we're all pretty driven. I mean, like Sarah said earlier, Rory's really instilled such a blue-collar mentality, and he really he really wants us to have that feeling of joy after, you know, so many years of almost getting there and then just kind of falling at the last minute. So I think we're all kind of on the same page and ready to, you know, go to battle for each other. Rory, like, since day one this year has put out this, our, like, group saying is trust the process, and I think that, you know, as cheesy as it is, um, it's so, like, <laughs> it makes so much sense for this year, like, with the injuries, all the adversity we've gone through, it, it really has, like, brought us together because we have no choice but to kind of just get together as a group and work together to keep going. I know also during during the offseason, Katie went back to uh, Australia, yeah. participated in uh, W League, so now you've got two seasons of of W League on your belt, a couple seasons of NWSL. What are some of the like differences or some of the pros and cons versus playing in NWSL and, and over, overseas in W League? Yeah, I mean, I think obviously their season isn't as long, um, which is, I mean, good for us because we're only there for the off season, but I think that will change in uh, the long term for them. And then they have a lot of young players over there, which isn't a bad thing at all. It's just they're still developing and coming from such a cutthroat and you know high risk environment here with Chicago Red Stars and then going to the W League it's just kind of a bigger transition than I had expected with such young players because I was one of I'm only 24 but I was the fourth oldest on the team and the other three oldest were the other three internationals <laughs> so it was just kind of a little bit of a age shock I guess yeah yeah so I know in your FC I know you also do like some modeling and stuff like on the side. He's like, and I know that you've got an adorable son, Kaden. Um, everybody loves his social media. Right? I'm, he I'm, loves I'm, it. I have nothing I know. To do with I know that's all. That's that's all, Kaden. But I guess I want to ask, like, uh, I I know there's challenges in that and stuff. So is like maybe playing overseas something that you're open to or that you see doing in the future at all? Um, I mean, it's not really possible for me. Like it would. Just because Caden, he's in preschool, and I, I try my best to keep him to a routine. Obviously, we travel a lot for soccer, and, like, with modeling, like, it's never in Chicago. Like, it's travel, so, like, everything I do is travel. So, I mean, I try to keep him, you know, in a routine as much as possible and, and uprooting his life. I just don't think, you know, that would be the best thing for him unless it was a long-term thing. I want to talk a little about uh, some of the home games that are going to be coming up for you guys here at Toyota Park. Um, Recently, Orlando had a, a 90s night, and you guys are going to have some theme nights going on this season as well. Hey. Yeah, it's all out there. Are there any, like, other theme nights that you guys are looking forward to? I'm putting you on blast right now. Yeah, I, I really no. like Bark in the Park because I love dogs. What? <laughs> Sarah's not into the to Bark in the Park pup. guy. <laughs> oh, my God. 
No. <laughs> Sarah's, Sarah. <laughs> Sarah's not into the into the dog night. You can't even take Today. notes, right? No, that's really a day. She inspires me, isn't it? She inspires me, yeah. You said inspires cup. <laughs> Same thing. Winner wins the cup. That's true. All right, all right. Sarah Gordon believes that there should be an she inspires cup. Let's get it started. Sarah inspires cup. Sarah inspires cup. <laughs> Um, after Orlando had their, their 90s <laughs> night, um, Shai Bobagaga went out and did some press after the game. I don't know if you saw, but uh, she got asked about the 90s night, and uh, they got asked about the attendance portion of it. Mm. And she made a really good point, I think, in saying that, um, that she thought they had a good theme night and <clears throat> that it was a good promo. And that they felt that the attendance uh, maybe could have been a little bit bigger. And she felt that, like... As right now in NWSL, like, feel like there is a good hold and a good grasp on, like, the sense of, like, family entertainment and reaching out to the kids and reaching out to young girls to inspire them. And she feels that the next step should be tapping into that younger market, that younger demographic, maybe 25 to 35 people who want to go out and have a good time at a sporting event. What do you think about some of your comments? No, I agree with her. I think um, Sheena hit the nail on the head in that regard. Um, I'm not sure exactly what we could do to change that, but I think that if we came together and like as a league and kind of maybe brainstormed, came up with some ideas for get people more like our age, the like the players' ages out, you know? Yeah, I mean, I totally agree too. I just I don't know how you make that happen. I think that you know, obviously, with in Chicago, uh, people talk about our attendance a lot, and it's hard. I mean. Honestly, in Chicago, people don't really want to come watch women's soccer, as bad as that sounds, but... <laughs> and all yeah, the way down in Bridgeview. Like, we have so many other sports teams, and I don't know how to fix yeah. that, but that's it, Yeah, <laughs> yeah. don't worry, that's not your job. That's Justine's job. We have Justine here. Thanks, Justine. She's got us. I'm trying to figure out what I don't do. But, like, it's honestly, it's hard, but I think that it's going to take a country who's committed to equality like it's everything we talk about um we talk about like feminism and all this stuff but you know if we want things to be equal then that starts with other people going out to make things equal and that starts yeah so it's like if you're standing for equality what are you doing to make a difference it could be as simple as coming to a women's soccer game and supporting chicago red stars that's a really good point right Mm -hmm. kind of put your money where your mouth is kind of thing i dig that yeah yeah, I mean, well, I mean, I cover you guys in the press box, but I always like get on. I get on my family and friends too. They're always like, they're always like, oh, like you can never hang out because you're like covering the rest stars. And I was like, Ab, you know what? You need to come through and go to a soccer game. Yeah. And like, totally I think a big, I think that's a big part of it too. Honestly, I think it's like you have to. I think if you're in this sort of world, like it is like sort of a niche area, yeah. right? So if you're sort of like in this world, like I think there is sort of a small level of responsibility to sort of talk about it and create that interest and sort of be the influencers and try to create a narrative and and being like hey this is actually a fun time and this is like a sporting event like go to a sporting event and and watch the game so I think I think that's a a big part of it so if you're listening your ass better already get to (laughs) the Chicago Red Stars game damn it and come support Katie Nod and Sarah Gordon Red Chicago Red Stars do we sell alcohol? Yeah, we do. Oh, yes, you guys, alcohol, you guys so do. You guys do some alcohol. You guys can get drunk and watch. Twenty-six-year-old doesn't want to get drunk. True. Respect <laughs> that. There's, there. I know. I know. For some teams, there's like a. They have like beer night 
kind of stuff and specials. Like dollar like beer that. night or something. Yeah, and tailgating. We should do a beer night. I mean, if there's a goal, we, everyone gets a free beer shot. Sarah Gordon's fourth goal, everybody gets a free shot afterwards. Oh, shots. We're doing shots. <laughs> wow. Apparently, apparently we're just brainstorming ideas now. So according, <laughs> according, according to the com, the comms office, that if Sarah Gordon gets a goal, there's gonna eventually be some Everyone shots going on. Everyone gets some oh, Henny. Hennessy night. Anything is possible night. Anything is possible. She inspires me. Yeah. Sarah inspires cup. She inspires me to get Hennessy. it. Hennessy. It's possible. Anyone can come. Oh, here we go. Okay. I'm oh done. no. It's getting real. And that's what the Southside Trap is all about, guys. <laughs> I know you guys took some time uh, post-practice, so I don't want to keep you any longer. But I do want to thank you for taking the time to hang out with me. I'm going to allow you guys to plug yourself if you want to, like, grow your Instas or your Twitters or whatever. If you have anything going on that you want to plug. Katie Naughton. Uh, Instagram at K-T-E-E period Naughton. N-A-U-G-H-T-O-N. Sarah, where can people find you at? Um, Sarah L. Gordon. Except my name is spelled G-O-R-D-E-N, everybody. <laughs> Get it right. Put some respect on the name, guys. Respect. All right. Put some respect on it. Oh, Kaden, Kaden J. Gordon. <laughs> All right. Go check out Kaden Zusa, too, guys. He's stunning on the ground. <laughs> Thanks a lot, guys, for your time. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you. All right, so, yeah, just some just some fun stuff there that we talked about. Uh, I like that we mixed it up and talked about some NWSL stuff. Um, I'm glad that they were cool about talking about sort of how they see attendance. And that's not their job to, you know, figure that stuff up. They're, they're the athletes. They're at, their job is to produce awesome soccer on the pitch. And uh, But I'm glad that they were able to talk a little bit about how they felt about that. And, of course, I love that they were cool about talking about all the, the Chicago stuff from – from Sarah's shoe game to, to talking about Jordans to talking about Chicago rappers and other Chicago sports and stuff. And uh, that was cool. And, you know, in case anybody doubted it, uh, Sofia Huerta's got the, the sauce right now on the team in, in, in regards of uh, in regards to playing. So uh, hopefully y'all enjoyed it. Uh, we will be back. Uh, we'll figure it out. It's, an, it's another one of those crazy weeks. There's a game on Wednesday. There's a game on Saturday. So maybe we'll give you another midweek episode. Maybe we'll just recap two games uh, next Monday. Either way, we promise to keep you posted. Uh, if you want to stay posted, you can follow me personally on Twitter at San Herrera underscore. That's H-E-R-R-E-R-A underscore. If you want to follow Southside Trap podcast, you can follow it on Twitter at Southside Trap pod. That's with one letter P. Shout out to my boy Jose for making me sound awesome and trying to make that audio and interview as awesome as it could be because it was real rough. Music with Jose on Instagram. Go follow him. Jose is a man of many traits and talents, and he's a business owner, y'all. Going to plug Classic Cuts again. <laughs> Shout out to Classic Cuts all the way in Indiana. If y'all are in Indiana or messing. Valpo's Indiana. Valpo, Indiana. Oh, my God, this boy. Bufu. So the Grand Buddy's coming up on Thursday, right? Yeah, May 3rd. May 3rd. That's my grandma's birthday, dude. Yeah, grandma's birthday. Hey, grandma. Happy birthday, grandma. But check this out. May 3rd. <laughs> It's going to have a grand opening. You guys come out 20% off all the haircuts <laughs> and the hair products. Get it. It's going to be from 12 to 4. The ribbon cutting ceremony is going to be at 2 o'clock. So we expect you there. The address is 9 Washington Street, Valparaiso, Indiana. I'm going to repeat this one more time. <laughs> 9 Washington Street. I'll see you guys there. <laughs> That's my boy. I'll say I'm so proud of you. That's nice, Miko. I'm so proud of you. 
And shout out to Steph for being my hype woman tonight. You did a good job. I really appreciate you. I really appreciate you just, you know, keeping these drinks fresh, you know, and eating the snacks on the couch that we bought for all of us. I hope you enjoyed that. <laughs> She's, she's eating all of our stuff. <laughs> all right, y'all. So I'll hit y'all up next week. I thank you again for hanging out with us. Uh, hopefully you like this special edition episode uh, that was a little bit longer. And give us some feedback on the on the Twitter and let us know if you want more of this stuff or less of this stuff. And, uh, and the beat goes on. See y'all soon. Peace.